0: guys welcome back to the ducks and dogs podcast my name is mike here with my co-host matt and today we are with a special guest we are with gab gowdy of FanDuel. and is there anybody else you're with gab
1: what did you say i said is there
0: anybody (laughs) else you you tend to work with a lot
1: um myself in cleveland sports
0: awesome so gab gowdy is a uh, nfl sports you work with the uh with the bookmakers correct not uh, with the, yeah, members, I but just, with the...
1: <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of NFL. I do a lot of, I do some baseball, but mostly I do a lot of football.
0: And how do you, how do you like being in the sports space so far? Has it treated you well? Like being a female, being a sports journalist, have you had any roadblocks getting into that?
1: Um, I have had a fun time, but it's also been kind of stressful. I would say. So my background's not in sports at all. Mm-hmm. So I've just kind of made my way through, but you know how it is. Like a woman in this space, you just got to be a little tougher because yeah. the guys are a little mean.
0: It's like going under the Twitter posts when any WNBA player does anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they call like job. I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> so how do you, uh, so how do you take the, do you take that as a motivation of sorts or do you just like throw that away? And it's like, you didn't see it. type?
1: Um, so to be honest, for like the longest time I was like, you're right, like I don't know any like this is not my space. Like I didn't go to school for this. I feel kind of out of place, but now I'm just like, you know what? I worked hard, I got here. You guys are probably like twelve-year-olds typing away on your little computer, and you probably want to do this too. So I'm just gonna take it as a compliment.
0: Just take yeah. your dub and keep on rolling.
1: Yeah.
2: Twelve year olds are most of sports Twitter. So yeah, I'm yeah. sure you know that by now. But <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a lot of. Twelve-year-olds or forty-five-year-olds, nothing in between.
2: Yeah, pretty yes. much. Yes, we're in the the few in between. Matt
1: yeah, is pretty chill, so. <laughs>
2: yeah, there you go.
0: Matt isn't one who gets a lot of uh, backlash, though. So Matt Matt tries to keep it safe on social media. He doesn't try yeah, to make I'm, anyone mad. I'm
2: good, squeaky clean guys So I don't know. I. Yeah, that's not my thing. So go you. Bloody. Good for you for dealing with that because I could never. So
0: I made a uh, Mount Rushmore of Oregon at one point, and And uh, I, I intended for it to be football related, but I didn't say that. And I left off Oregon Sabrina Ionescu, if you know who that is. Mm-hmm. And man, the the amount of hate I got for oh, that man. was absurd.
2: Yeah, Sab- I've already got quite the reputation on college football Twitter anyways. So <laughs> yeah. I have some case. Morgan
1: ties, though. So
0: you have some Morgan ties. What are those ties?
1: Mm hmm. So, um, you know, Juwan Johnson. hmm. I did when he was going into the draft. I did an interview with him. He said this was like his first interview, podcast, anything. I was the first one to ask him to ever do, it, and he thought it was so cool. And on the show, he said, "Me and my wife started a TikTok. We're trying to become famous. They have a million followers on TikTok now." Dang, it's so really? Cool. Yeah.
0: I don't I don't follow like a many organ players on TikTok, but I know yeah. a few of them are really big on it.
1: Yeah, like he like they, they're so funny on there. They're so good. Like they had maybe like two hundred followers at the time.
0: He's hilarious, man. From everything I've TikTok. seen, he's funny.
1: Yeah. Another so like a... I follow them, they follow me back, and like they follow like twenty people and I'm like one of them. <laughs> so it's pretty
0: cool. That's pretty dope. It's go. always nice to be on an exclusive group of people.
1: Yeah. So how it's cool. I like to see that they like grew like that. So that was like crazy.
0: So, how do you feel uh TikTok specifically? Because that's one of the spaces you're heavy into. I think you have like 72,000 followers over there. How do you feel like TikTok has influenced women's athletics or women in athletics in general?
1: I think it's great. Like, I think that it's one of the best things for the women in that space, to be honest, because that, that app is nuts. Like, you can blow up so easily on that app. Like, you just get a couple of right, Like a couple of people to see the video, and then everybody sees it, and then people are following you, and people want to watch you, and people want to see you in different spaces, and I think it's one of the best things for sports, to be honest, because that's reaching an audience that you're not really getting. Like, if you're on Twitter, you're not getting that kind of audience, to be honest. If you're on Instagram, like, you kind of are, but they don't really see, like, your personality on there. They just see a photo, and that's it. But TikTok, I think it's so great. For any sport, to be honest, or, like, anybody in general trying to, like, branch out and See people and spread awareness about anything that they're doing. So yeah, I think TikTok is
0: great. Yeah, and when here. when the uh, tournaments were both going on, when the men's and women's tournaments were going on, and there was that discrepancy with the weight room, that TikTok yeah. got posted, and within a day and a half, it was all mm-hmm. over everything. Blew it blew up so fast.
1: Yeah,
0: and it, they made a change because of it. So it's it's done a lot of good for women's athletics already.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, the laws recently passed about name, image, and likeness. Yes. So that I feel like is going to be huge for women's athletics mm-hmm. and women who are in college who maybe play athletics or are trying to get into sports journalism. I, oh, think, for sure. yeah. I think that following, like you got Sedona Prince, who did that video. You got Olivia mm-hmm. Dunn, as we've previously mentioned, and so many others who have had this following but haven't been allowed to do anything with it.
1: Yeah, that's so exciting for them. Like, Liz, like she has the most followers out of like any college athlete, I'm pretty sure across all platforms yeah. and I think that's amazing that's a female athlete mm-hmm. and that's exactly. really cool to see
0: exactly that's huge for her. are you into uh women's collegiate athletics at all
1: um I used to be way more into it like I, I grew up I played softball I used to be obsessed with college softball. I, like I watch a little bit now but recently I've just been so busy that it's just been like NFL NFL, NFL. but yeah when I can get the time to watch any but I am
0: Yes, yeah, softball is uh tends to be the sport that the teams that we cover, Oregon and Washington, are both really good at. Matt, what was yeah. that uh that softball player you guys had?
2: Sis Bates. Cis um, Bates. she was, I believe, made one of the Olympic or national teams as well. She's yeah. probably the biggest athletic, fo- like women's athlete, following for Washington athletics, a hundred percent. So, yeah.
0: When does she play for Washington? Yeah, that's awesome.
2: When? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I she just graduated this past year, oh. so. Yeah. She's pretty recent. And I mean, she had a big stint at the tournament and that team looked really good. And even with UW, like volleyball's traditionally very good. They made the final four the past year and, you know, soccer's always up there like women's athletics and even just for Oregon and the PAC 12 overall, all those other schools, it's kind of our, kind of our thing. (laughs) So you're
1: right. Yeah. softball. it's been like, yeah. Pac 12. I, I used to like when I was in middle school, I loved Arizona like that was mm-hmm. my team. I would watch like I was watching like Jenny Finch all the time. Yeah, the straps like the whole team. That was my
2: stuff. Yeah, it is good stuff. I used to um, play
0: Xbox with a uh, Virginia Tech softball player Danielle Huni. I think is how you say your last name. But there it's it's so cool seeing how the how these sports are growing and expanding and and it's showing these colleges that there's a fan base for it. If you put the money into the programs and yeah. your teams get good, Oregon has sold mm-hmm. out so many women's basketball games in a row. Like there's a fan base there as long as you invest into it. If you have a terrible team, obviously nobody's gonna go watch.
1: Exactly, yeah. Like I feel it, like with my thing with softball, like that was my favorite thing to watch ever and i feel like it kind of died down after they took it out of the olympics but i'm glad that it's back now and i feel like it's like growing back up to what it used to be Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i'd rather watch softball than baseball
2: yeah Yeah, that's true (laughs) yeah fan of it and i would say too like you said earlier mike it's kind of the perfect storm right now for athletic departments i mean they're seeing the success of tiktok and with name image and likeness i mean following up the success tiktok has had over the past couple years i mean you're seeing a lot of money about to be poured into these women's sports. And I think it's just yeah. really cool to see.
0: Yeah. And especially with uh, women's coaches in sports as well, Oregon recently mm-hmm. over the past few years hired a football coach, Cody Luke. She's the director of football administration. She's the assistant director of football operations, and she's the executive assistant to our head coach and the NFL as well has had a lot more women coaches taking roles. Yeah. I know my Arizona we Cardinals have a, have, a have a women's coach too.
1: woman coach for the Browns. What, what does she coach? Well, she is the like chief of staff, but she coached, she was like a tight ends coach in a couple other coaches' games when the coaches were out for COVID related things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really awesome for sure. Yeah. And you like, see, in the playoff game, she was one of the sideline coaches.
0: Every time I see them get hired, too, they seem to be the players seem to love them and love like, them. They're mm-hmm. great. They're well respected in the locker room. The only, yeah. the only blowback you hear is from these Twitter kids and it's like these are great coaches just because they didn't play the sport doesn't mean you weren't a great coach Mm -hmm.
1: she played football for the usa women's team so she did yeah Yeah. she's a star but even she didn't like she's smart lady she knows she knows her stuff more than the guys that are typing on the internet
0: i forget that there's a women's and and men's world like world football championship i always forget that that's a
1: thing i know like it's just like so like crazy to think of that you have just yeah I recommend
2: watching playing. it. If you haven't gotten the chance to, it's pretty fun. I've
0: never watched. Aren't we like, don't we send like the D3 players out to that? For the men's league. I know for the I, women's league, we send a lot. I of think for players.
2: the men's league. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I'm not sure. I know that the NAIA, which is, I guess, my realm of expertise as well. Women's flag football is an official collegiate sport now. Oh, so nice. you're seeing that getting branched out into. Um, I attend an NAI school, if you didn't know. So That's yeah, awesome. it's pretty cool to see. Um with what we were talking about also with kind of, you know, the comments under the WNBA posts and what you've had to deal with, do you think in the next few years there's going to be a shift in the narrative relating to women's sports and how, you know, all those keyboard warriors see it or do you think there's got to be a little more work put in before you really start seeing change in that realm of things?
1: Um I think that it will get better because it'll be more common to see but at the end of the day, no matter what you do, there's always going to be people that are idiots and there's always going to be people that are mean and there's always going to be people that are miserable to try to bring you down. For but sure. But I think that it will get better. But still, there's always going to be that one person that has to say something ridiculous. No matter what you do, like you could be the best at something and there's still someone that's going to say something negative.
2: 100%, Yeah. There
0: are people who would down talk women's basketball with a Kobe avatar, even though he was like the biggest supporter of women's basketball ever. (laughs) Like
1: it's just like the irony is just like so there and they don't see it like the awareness is not there.
0: Exactly, and 100%. the sports are just going to continue to grow. I think it's going to become a lot better over the next few years, especially as there's more women commentating sports, more women in front of sports, more mm-hmm. women coaching sports. As they get more involved in all aspects of it, I think that's going to start dwindling down and down, and just be much much less of an issue. There's obviously still going to be the you know the the ratio type commenters and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: You're never going to get rid of the issue a hundred percent, but obviously shifting the majority of the mm-hmm. narrative to the minority. So, yeah, that sort of thing.
0: I know there was one a uh, that's kind of relevant to the podcast topic here being Oregon and Washington, as well as the uh, Cleveland Browns. You had TJ Ward's tweets earlier today.
1: Gosh! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Come on.
0: You know, I love TJ Ward when he was a duck and, you know, when he was a brown and bronco and, but, oh, that was.
1: Like, they just fire things off and they don't get it.
0: I don't know if some some of these athletes, like, fully read the tweet before they hit send.
1: I don't think they do. Or they look (laughs) at it a couple times, they're like, oh, yeah, this is it.
2: It's that organ education, man. It's, All right, no. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's a joke. That's a joke. I I'm know. kidding.
1: No, but like, I, I didn't see it because like yesterday I went to a baseball game and I was just like chilling. Sometimes I like to not be reading stuff because I'm like, I've seen too yeah. much today. Mm-hmm. This is it. And then I go on Twitter this morning. And I'm like, this guy really said that?
0: It was, yeah. it was, I didn't see it until a few hours ago. And I was like, what on earth? Yeah,
1: like.
2: Oh, dude, Husky Twitter was all over that like the second, like the second it dropped. <laughs> cause you know, we, we scramble Unreal. for anything we could find like that. But I mean, just, I mean, I guess if we wanted to, we could get into that topic if we really want to touch on it
0: with uh,
2: uh, the NFL and those sort of things. But, the
0: NFL and like the crazy tweets, like the Cole Beasley and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, just cause we were talking about TJ Ward, why not? You
0: want to segue us into that, Matt?
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just with the NFL and COVID protocols and everything, like would you guys say that requiring players for vaccines is something that is reasonable? Do you think there's a threshold that should be hit? Like with how the NFL is handling everything, like are they in the right or are they in the wrong? Like, what do you guys think? And this is, I'm not like no judgment zone, like whatever you think, go for it. Um, Speak your mind.
1: I think like how they're making it is fine. Like, they didn't say that you have to get it. They did not say that. They mm-hmm. said if you don't though and you cause problems, it's a penalty. And all these players are like, "Well, you can't tell us what to do." You can't say that they said, "Well, we didn't tell you what to do. You're just choosing to not." Mm-hmm. So they're I feel like the people they're making it more than what it should be because they said you don't have to. Mm-hmm. If you don't, here's what happens. But then they're like you they're like freedom question mark and it's like this is a business. This is their corporation. They can like make those
2: rules. For yeah. sure,
0: I've yeah. seen a lot of both extremes. Some people were like completely hate the rule, and then some people were, like, oh yeah, just completely cut the players who are saying who are speaking out against them. I was, like You can't really like. The, yeah,
1: you're not gonna cut them.
0: They're like, oh yeah, the player doesn't matter that much. Well, when you're cutting like eight of the biggest names in the league, it kind of matters at that point. Well, if it was just one and then, like, Cole Beasley, then, like, yeah, sure, it's not going to affect the bottom <laughs> no. line. But when it's, like, Jalen Ramsey, DeAndre Hopkins, and all these guys, mm. it's 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 much more of a delicate issue than just yeah. cut bait.
2: Yeah, for sure. And even related to the Pac-12, kind of getting back to what we talk about, like, Rolovich, like, his whole deal with not even showing oh. up to Pac-12 media day. Yeah. Because he didn't get a vaccine and hitting thresholds and all that. I don't know. It's just very interesting times because there are rumors mm-hmm. of a of a Delta good. variant coming out and all this stuff with sports leagues putting in these different thresholds and percentages and you need to do this and that or you don't need to do this and that and consequences. I don't know. It's just a very weird time. Um, I think, obviously, we have to see how the Delta variant of the, the virus actually plays out, right? Because mm-hmm. if this thing dies down like people are hoping it does, I mean, this probably won't be an issue we'll see past september or october but i yeah. mean anything can happen last Just year was proof of that
1: fun and healthy season had the yeah. knock Nobody on wood good that. time
2: yeah seriously <laughs> i think that's what we're all hoping for so gab i got a browns
0: question for you yeah uh never mind he doesn't play for the browns anymore i forgot he went to cool. the texans
1: Who? I'm Which so, one? i'm so the glad this editing Farrell brown what about him
0: uh, I was going to say, is he going to play a lot? But then I remembered he's on the Texans and he's probably going to start for them.
1: Yeah, like half of our team is there. Like half of, like, there's probably like 10 players, I swear. Like any player that could cut, <laughs> they got signed by the Texans.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Texans uh,
1: are the new Browns.
0: Oh, speaking of the Texans, wow. Deshaun Watson showed up to training camp today. He did that is so what do you guys think is going to go on with that whole situation with all the cases against him? now obviously in in you know to play devil's advocate a little bit a lot of them have been found to be false but a lot of them also been found to be true what do you guys think comes of that whole situation with him showing up the camp and supposedly he's supposed to be traded within the week do you think he's actually going to play a game for the season
1: yep i do i really do think he's going to play i did not think that until he showed up
0: Now, do you think that it's because of the lack of proof or do you think the NFL is just like, we don't care if he's that good?
2: Mm. Both, a mixture of both. Both, definitely. I mean...
1: You've seen with both many times.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The only time I think
0: it's been 100% is when they can't avoid it and there's like complete, absolute, like obvious...
1: And like the police are there in handcuffs. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the the player that I actually I blanked on the player another player who played for the Browns who I heard was supposed to get a lot of playing time this year Troy Hill, the nickelback. Yes. Is any 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 news about him? Like, is he supposed to play a lot this year?
1: Um, I hope so. I feel like he's going to be a great addition to our team.
0: He was one like, of my he favorite players.
1: Has only gotten better from last year. So.
0: Yeah, he's been he's been waived and cut a lot. So I was hoping, I'm hoping to see him land on his feet and, and ball out for y'all his last few years. A local
1: man, so I would like to see that. He's from Northeast Ohio, so I like to see him. Oh, he's from Ohio. Here. I'm pretty sure he's from Youngstown. Let me look real quick. I could be lying to you, but let me make sure. <laughs> let me let me get a little wiki page up, and I'll tell you. Yep, he is from Youngstown. Really,
2: that's... I'd ask about a about a husky player, but the last husky player for the Browns is Danny Shelton that I can even remotely think of, and we all know how that turned out. So
0: <laughs> Man, I'm just ready for NFL season. What are you what are you most excited for with NFL season? Like do you have any any big big names you're wanting to see? And I know you, you um, love your Browns, but other than who that...
1: I'm most excited for or what I'm most excited for? Both.
0: Two. Let's let's do both.
1: I'm most excited for Odell.
0: Odell I love Odell he gets too much hate
1: Odell is my favorite player in the NFL he's been my favorite player and as soon as we traded for him freaked out <laughs> instant freak out I was living in Pittsburgh at the time but I was still freaking out
0: <laughs> living in Pittsburgh being a Browns fan that had to be been fun
1: I had a blast I did <laughs> and what I'm most excited for I'm just excited for people to be there and having fun and watching their team and I'm excited for tailgates
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Cleveland's definitely one of those places that benefits from having fans there. So yes. (laughs) Yeah. They can go from like two wins to six because of the thing. We
1: have a great tailgate scene, even though some guy from Boston wrote an article that said we don't, but that's fine.
2: Some guy from Boston. Who who cares what Boston people think? Yeah. Like
1: if he wants to think that, whatever.
2: He's probably a Pats fan. So who cares? Honestly, (laughs) I'm
0: excited to see Justin Herbert this year. It's going to be so fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Me too. Me too.
0: Matt's excited for uh, Jacob Eason.
2: Jacob Eason's gonna <laughs> Carson Wentz is gonna go down, Jacob Eason's taking the reins hey, all the way to the Super don't Bowl. Don't baby. wish that on my boy. Hey, I don't hey, I don't, I word, don't hey no 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 I don't wish that on Carson Wentz. I'm just saying if he goes down, Eason's ready, man. Throw him in there. He's ready. Or or uh Kirk Cousins goes down, Jake Browning. Mm. Oh god, uh, what about Jake Browning? Sean
0: huh? Kaiser all over again.
2: Oh
1: no, God!
2: do <laughs> yeah, no. a fate a fate worse than death, honestly.
0: Fate worse than death, the Sean Kaiser.
2: I feel like um. the Browns' quarterbacks from like 2000 up till tw- like up until Baker Mayfield pretty much were just thrown into the fire. Yeah, with I no chance to Manzo. succeed. I don't There's care. so many;
1: they were so bad. Like I made a TikTok maybe like a couple months ago it was like a TikTok trend and it was like all these girls it was like show your bodies and like showing pictures of all these guys that they like hung out with and i did it but i put like every browns quarterback i <laughs> like 999 everyone's like oh my god you hang out with that many people on the team like jokes right over your head you guys
0: I still think Manziel never got a full fair shot in the league after he he recovered his issues, man. I think he could have been good. I love Manziel. I'm always be a fan. He
2: didn't really help himself out, though, even after. (laughs) But there's other
0: people who didn't help themselves out who still got their fair shot. It's
2: true. That's very true.
1: He did a lot.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I think it was mainly his his personality that they didn't like. So they used that and they were like, okay, well, you did this. Completely hold it up. Personality,
1: as in getting a private jet, going to Vegas. The night before a game, and then flying I, back and trying to have a I fake love that. ID Which, in a wig, and everybody knew it was that's Ocho Cinco. <laughs> that like, was I the that, that was
2: the worst disguise I've ever seen. The pictures like, that it was surfaced of that. Like a fake mustache that.
1: and a fake blonde wig. Yeah. Yeah. He probably thought it looked so good. See,
0: I love the like the 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 cocky like loud quarterbacks. Like I love the b- cocky loud players in general. I love Chad Ocho yeah. Cinco. I love I love Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I love Johnny Manziel. Like those are my favorite players.
2: I find it interesting that you bring up, like, Johnny Menzel's personality, like, screwed him over. But, like, those are the people in the NFL that make a lot of money, like, make money not only for themselves but for the NFL just because people watch because they either hate him or they love him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, it only benefit, like, it benefits everybody.
0: Odell have doesn't have like that ben, personality, but he's got the same yeah. polarizing factor. Eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. People either love him or hate him. Like, I'm a huge Odell fan.
2: Although I guess the only way that does affect teams is in the locker room, but obviously that's something the fans don't really see. So we don't really care about yeah. that.
0: But see, yeah. I also don't know how many people in locker rooms hate people like Baker, Manzel, and Ojo. I exactly. feel like those are the most loved guys yeah, they, in but, the locker they really
1: room. And like, like everybody I've spoke mm-hmm. to that's like ever played with Johnny Manziel. They're like, yeah, he's like a cool guy. He's just like, crazy.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Like my, the, when I played football, my quarterback was like that. And he was like my favorite person to play with. Like it was like yeah, hey, probably yeah. a
1: great teammate, just not, exactly. like a great teammate outside yeah. of that.
2: It's they just, usually guys like that usually have the backs of everybody in their locker room. That's about it. So
0: it's the suits who don't like it. That's, that's really yeah, what it comes down to. The suits yeah. hate it. And, man. Mm-hmm. Big man. Hmm. Big. The guy who signs the checks are not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so who's gonna who's gonna break out for the Browns this year? Odell. Well, I mean, Odell's already Odell. Oh,
1: he hasn't. He hasn't had a Browns good season yet.
0: But he's still Odell. Like, you can't break out when you're Odell Beckham. Like when, you, yes, when you have, can. When you got a Rolls Royce with a gold catch sitting on it, like, how are you going to break out past that? Come on.
1: That? He hasn't had a great Browns season yet. It's going to be him.
0: So he's, he's going to ball out. Any any, any people yeah. whose names we don't know are going to ball Comeback out? Comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year? Mm. I hope so. I love Odell.
1: It's Odell. That's my only answer is Odell because everybody's doubting him. <laughs>
0: it's fair. Matt, who who from Washington's gonna break out this year? Obviously not a quarterback.
2: <sighs> no. Well, you say that now. But there there's at least two of them. So um, but anyways, I mean for UW, I mean, Buda Baker's already kind of established himself. I think Elijah Molden is going to have a big role on that Titans squad. There's footage of him from practices and workouts and all that stuff that they've seen already. He's looking really good. I think he's gonna get a starting role on that Titans defense that was struggling last year. And He's going to get a lot of reps, and he's going to do really well for them. I really do. So I got I got our
0: hot take ready for Twitter, Matt. Just, we just got to clip this right here. I think by the end of this season, Farrell Brown will be considered a top 10 tight end. Really? He is nasty. I think I think he breaks out this year in a completely no different way. <laughs> I love Farrell Brown. I love Brown. I think there's going to be
1: three tight ends on the Browns that are better than him
0: let's be real though like we always think I'll there's be gonna be real. great players on the browns and then they end up just being like okay players
2: on the browns. I feel like we've broken that trend <laughs> with the browns though I feel yeah, like I we have
1: that point
0: yeah we did go from zero wins to like seven so I guess steps in the right
2: direction. <laughs> what was that 10 or 11 last year it, right? was,
0: it
1: was enough we had enough enough <laughs> <laughs>
2: enough uh, oh that's fair yeah.
0: I mean, really, there's not a lot of a lot of huge breakout players that I could see out of Oregon. I mean, obviously, the rookies, you have Javon Holland, who's going to the Dolphins. Penay Sewell's the obvious pick playing for the Lions, but he's got a completely switched position. So that's yeah, that's a whole nother thing.
2: Levi's another one I forgot to bring up. Interested to see how he does playing on that Lions defense. But Lions are always kind of a shot in the dark. So I don't know. I imagine he'll get playing time.
0: <laughs> that Brown secondary looks real nice. Look at uh, the names. Yeah. They look. They look like they're gonna be good. <laughs>
1: I hope so. Oh my gosh, I hope so. We had no. We had nothing. So can only go up.
0: You guys signed a lot this year too.
1: Yes.
0: Well, I do want to thank you for coming on, Gab, and uh, we're we're gonna get to wrapping this up before Zoom kicks us off. We want to thank you for coming on. And is there anything you want to plug before we get out of here?
1: Um, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, Twitter. And what's the other one? TikTok. It's at Gab gabby G A P B G O U D Y. Also follow fandle on TikTok. She some cool
0: stuff on there too. Her at is right below her on your screen, right there, guys. You guys could see it there. And Gabby, thank you for coming on and talking women in the in, in the sports world with us, and talking a little bit of women's college athletics and a little bit of the NFL too. It's 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 out of our out of our range, but we wanted to broaden our horizons <laughs> a little bit over here. Yeah.
1: Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: Yeah, of course.